0: Hey, what is up everybody? Recording live from the car once again. So if you hear some noises in the background, excuse it, but it's the best way to do it. The house is way too loud, so, you know, I gotta find next area. But it's too hot out here, so I gotta have the air on slightly. So, this is Whale Talks episode uh, 54. 54! 54! So, um, uh, didn't get a chance to catch up on my New Japan yet, sadly. Uh, definitely will be on next week's show for sure. Um, but let's get to just uh, the Raw, the SmackDown, and all that stuff in between. But let's start off with Raw. Raw starts off chaotic. Uh, you would think if you uh, tuned in, you missed something. Starts off with a big brawl with Oscar getting jumped by Bailey and Sasha, and a double contract signing. Samoa Joe is trying to keep the peace. Samoa Joe feels like a fucking uh, general manager here. Uh, Ziggler comes out and the double contract signing begins. Ziggler with a fantastic promo on Drew. Drew cuts a good promo on Ziggler saying he's never been the man and he never will. Drew tells Ziggler to pick the match type. He's going to let him pick the match type just so when Drew beats him, they will be in no, you know, what ifs, maybe Drew beats him legitimately. I kind of hope they go for like a two out of three falls match or some crazy shit like that. I wouldn't mind that at all um uh asuka starts yelling at everybody in japanese sasha says she will be sasha doe straps too you know sasha two belts all that stuff asuka attacks them again ziggler tries to super kick Drew, Drew catches him and like looks at him like really dro come on really bro and he slides out uh yeah like i said i like the start to this i like the start to this well it's the big show and he's looking for randy orton uh, Randy, uh, Big Show is backstage making fun of Selena Vega, calling her smurf fat and calling, uh, you know, Cien and Garza. They're basically saying, "Hey, I don't care about you guys. I'm going out there and I'm going to go talk to Randy Orton." Cien Vega and Garza end up coming out. The Big Show's just like, "All right, you know, I love Big Show when he don't give a fuck. This is great." He just puts out, "I'm like, all right, let's go, I'm beat your ass." Basically, you know, Big Show took their spot. Uh, Big Show's promos are really, really good so far. I'm like, why the hell am I enjoying the Big Show? Uh, says they need to stand on each other just to slap him. Uh, they need to stand on uh, each other's shoulders to go eye to eye with him. And we're like, damn. Ric Flair comes out and says, Randy Orton to attack when he feels like it. He tells Sian Garza, have fun, make a name for yourselves, and beat up the giant. He is a legend, after all. The Viking Raiders come out, and they end up having a big brawl. We got the Viking Ra- Raider, Raiders. Uh, congratulations to Eric, by the way. Sarah Logan is pregnant, so uh, congrats there. But Viking Raiders versus Sian and Garza. This kind of pissed me off, man. This this was kind of a little... This was crazy. Uh, Sien is pissed about a tag that Garza didn't want to give him. He tries to dip. Zelina Vega tries controlling him to get back in there. It's a fun match here. Uh, Garza and Siena actually get the win. Back elbow into the wing clipper. And uh, Siena still dips afterwards. But I don't know. It was just kind of crazy how it took the Street Profits 700 years to beat the Vikings. And... Sien and Garza, not a real tag team, do it with no problem. So that was kind of dumb. Uh, Akira Tozawa versus uh, R-Truth for the 24-7 title, Ninja Boy. R-Truth fakes an injury, rolls up Akira Tozawa for the win. He's like, what, 50,000-time 24-7 champion. One of the ninjas tries to beat R-Truth. R-Truth ends up escaping. And, bleh, meh. Seth Rollins comes out, says he's going to tear Rey Mysterio apart. I The I was just a start. Ray and his son are on screen. Alistair and Umberto Carrillo comes out. Seth and Murphy dip. Seth asked him, I I, th- I thought so myself. Seth asked him, why are you guys getting involved in my business? Why won't you guys stop helping Ray Mysterio? And I thought the same shit. I'm just like, what is up with these guys? Like Umberto I get, but why the fuck does Alistair Black keep getting involved in this? <laughs> So, we get Aleister, Black, and Umberto versus Murphy and Seth. Fun match. A lot of action here. Seth wins with a stomp on Umberto. Brawl breaks out. Seth, this is, I actually like this part. Seth ends up putting Rey Mysterio's mask on Umberto. And he's like, look, you look like him. You want to be like your hero. And then he goes to, you know, shove his eye on there. Uh, Aleister helps him out. They try to shove Seth's eye into it. Uh, Seth ends up stomping on Umberto on the steel steps. That looked rough. Oh, man. That looked good, and Umberto sold it like a million bucks, but like I said, this, this rivalry is okay, uh, promos with Lana and Ruby Riot in the Iconics backstage, Lana is hyping up Natty, oh. Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot. this was funny, this was a short match, but holy shit, uh, where the fuck has Peyton Royce been all this time, wrestling like this? Uh, she, she hits this beautiful jumping in into this twisting brainbuster for the win uh, that was a sick move that and Ruby Ruby is fantastic she sold it like a million bucks uh, hopefully that's what I mean like you got so many good women you could be using like Ruby is what 12 and0 losing streak like come on we we at a big show again and throw almost four segments on the show uh, big show versus Shanon Garza this is this is so stupid. So you have Sien and Garza beat the Viking Raiders, and then they come out to get bodied by the Big Show in a handicap match. Sick. This is why nobody gets over it. Everyone's a chump. Sien uh, and Garza keep arguing. Garza dips, choke slam to Sien, Big Show wins, picks him up, knocks him out afterwards because, you know, he's a fucking loser. Oh, this was stupid. MVP versus Apollo Cruz. MVP uses Bobby Lashley for distraction, hits a Yakuza kick in the corner, and a fisherman suplex for the win. I'm like, where's the playmaker? Uh, I I don't know how I feel about MVP. I, I like that MVP got the win, but the MVP's not gonna win the title. You know what I mean? Cruz attacks MVP after the match. Bobby takes out Cruz. Ricochet and Cedric and coming out for the save because you know they're a thing now. Then we get Bobby versus Ricochet. This match was. Freaking dope. This was a fun match. Lashley is a beast, dude, when this guy wants to be. Power slam deadlift. Switch into the Dominator by Bobby Lashley. Uh, Lashley kills Ricochet by throwing this man into the post. But Lashley does his cool thing where he gets him in a fireman's carry and he just runs to the post with them, but he doesn't let them go. He just lends them, like, rib first. Ricochet sold this shit. He got hit and did a 360. It was fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. He's throwing this man around post-to-post. Post. Ricochet makes a small comeback. He ends up busting open Bobby Lashley's ear. You get, His ear actually starts bleeding. It got all cauliflower. It looked gross. Uh, Ricochet with another small comeback. Full Nelson. Ricochet taps out. Like I said, this was a good-ass match. Please continue booking Bobby Lashley like this, man. This guy's money. Ziggler and Sasha versus Drew and Asuka. Bailey, fantastic on commentary. Uh, big knee to Asuka by Sasha Banks. Asuka, no sells. It hits the code breaker for a near fall. Sasha ends up rolling up Asuka for the win, and there you go. Uh, this was not a bad roll. It's set up pretty good, like I said. Uh, you know, Sasha and Bailey are all over the place, but it's been entertaining, so I can't complain. All right, let's get to Fighter Fest night one. Chris Jericho is on commentary. And this was a great show from top to bottom. Like I said, this and Great American Bash. Ugh, Wednesdays are just a night for wrestling, man. It was great stuff. My favorite match was the first match of the night. It was MJF and Wardlow versus uh, Lucha, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. This was fantastic. MJF with a promo trying to piss off Jurassic Express. They all go at it right away because Jurassic Express doesn't want to hear it anymore. Uh, Luchasaurus has an awesome hot tag going nuts on freaking everybody with the kicks he's very impressive. Like I said, Luchasaurus is very impressive. Jungle Boy with a triple dive to MJF. That good old Jay Lethal spot. I remember when Seth was doing that. Uh, Matches very fast paced. Uh, Luchasaurus with a big dive on Wardlow. Sit-out powerbomb on MJF. MJF uh, ended up rolling through no selling and then hits a the super kick. I didn't like that. Because, like, that's a fucking sit-out powerbomb from, like, almost a 7-foot monster. And you just know it popped right up. So I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Uh, all men uh, do this spot where they all get beat up and they do a kick up at the same time. That was really dope. Marco gets involved. Wardlow tosses him off the ramp. Uh, Wardlow hits one of the most beautiful swanton bombs I've ever seen. This guy, bro, this this guy is the money. This guy is where he's at. Tell you right now, Wardlow. Wardlow is nothing but money if fucking treated right. Like this guy should not be moving around like this. This guy's crazy. Uh, MJF yells at Wardlow, says you can't do nothing right. Hits him with the dynamite uh, diamond ring by mistake. Uh, Luchasaurus and a Jungle Boy hit Wardlow with every finisher you can think of. Chokeslam into a standing moonsault. Wardlow gets the pin. I mean, gets eats the pin here. Fantastic match. Fantastic match. They're planning to seize to Wardlow destroying MJF. Like I said, I hope that MJF gets a world title shot. You know, whoever is a champion later on. And Wardlow just screws them and beats the piss out of them. But this was fantastic. This was my favorite match of the night. I thought this was great. Uh, Hikaru Sheeta versus Penelope Ford. And again, another fantastic match. Probably my favorite Sheeta match today, actually. Uh, Kip Sabian ends up getting kicked out early from the start of the match. Sheeta hits a running knee right from the start of the match. Goes for the quick end. Tries to go for the Falcon's arrow, before it ends up slipping out. Uh, Ford with a Scorpion Death Drop for a near fall. I mark every time I see anybody do anything Sting related. Falcon arrow. Ford no-sells it. Turns it into a roll-up. Ford is really, really taking the punishment of Sheeta here. Uh, Sheeta with a top rope drop kick. But Ford ends up dodging it by doing the Matrix move. You know, the Trish Stratus. Matrix thing ends up hitting a stunner for a near fall. That was really dope. Uh, that was very, very well done. Kip Sabian comes out, he has Sheeta's kendo stick. Uh, Sheeta ends up slapping the fuck out of him, takes the kendo stick, hits the crap out of Kip Sabian. Ford hits the lethal injection, you know, the cartwheel into the fucking cutter for a near fall. I thought she had it there. I really thought she had it there. Uh, Sheeta with a knee to the back and then a knee to the front of the head and then hits another Falcon Zero. Ford kicks out again. I was like, I cannot believe this. Sheeta cannot believe it either. Sheeta gets pissed off. She hits another flying knee. One, two, three. Fantastic match. Uh, like I said, they actually tricked me into thinking Penelope Ford actually had it here. Uh, like I've been saying from day one, AEW started. I, wa- I said, watch out for Sheeta, Penelope Ford. I said it too because that girl has always been impressed with the stuff that she can do. But what a great match. These girls work so well together. I would not mind seeing them tussle again. Uh, Jake Hagar versus uh, Cody Rhodes. And what the hell is Hagar wearing? I don't get it. This guy has been himself. He's doing good. You know, he's undefeated in Bellator. He looks great. But he has the shittiest ring gear. Bring back the singlet, please. poor Por favor think through a cage man Cage used to bring back the singlet He looked like a beast in that singlet and it makes more sense as he's being managed by taz uh cody is doing his bet to matt wrestle hagar because remember cody is a fucking wrestling prodigy back in the school days everyone forgets that man cody cody can wrestle cody can matt wrestle with the best of them uh cody is aiming at hagar's legs he's locking in any type of leg lock he can he locks in a figure four to do some damage uh lets it go, hits a disaster kick. Uh Hagar doesn't go down, goes for a second disaster kick, but Hagar ends up taking him down. Uh Jake is choking Arn Anderson out there. Cody tries to help him. Uh gets German suplex on the outside, and that looked rough. Cody's neck looked like kill me. <laughs> uh Cody cut it for a near fall, and that was a very impressive Cody cutter. That looked really cool. The way he went up and balanced for a little bit, that was nice. Arn is getting involved way too much in this match. Uh, that's the only thing I don't like about Cody matches. He just overbooks them too much. I understand it's the old school way of doing, but I don't need to see Arn Anderson getting involved this much. Hager's wife ends up uh, slapping Cody. Dustin then comes out. Like I said, there's so much interruption here, and uh, hits Hager. Hager with a urinagi. Uh, he turns it. He goes for the urinagi. Hits a choke. Cody is uh, about to tap out. He's about to pass out. He ends up turning into a pin. Cody passes out. Hagar thinks he won. Hagar gets pissed. He punches the ref. And uh, I feel like this was not a bad finish. It, was a little, uh, it, it wasn't too bad because it made Hagar keep his heat. It made him keep him strong. You know, now he's going to get fined for hitting the referee. So I didn't mind it too much. Like I said, it was a little overbooked, yes. But I feel like that's Cody's matches at this point. But this was a fantastic match. I really enjoyed the wrestling that we got. Like I said, I could do without the Arn Andersons and the Dustins and all that stuff. Uh, Weird video of Darby Allin, what he's been up to. Very jackass-like. You know, he's lighting people on fire. They're jumping. Uh, I will give Darby Allin some credit, man. That skateboard ride onto the top, into the moonsault to land back into the skateboard, that was pretty dope. That was really dope. Uh, Like I said, I miss Darby on TV. Uh Orange Cassidy comes out, sits on the announce table next to Jericho. Jericho is pissed, he's yelling him, he wants to beat the shit out of him, so then we get Pride and Powerful versus Private Party. I uh, love Private Party's new theme song. Man, that theme song height. Um and this match was awesome. Uh this match was awesome. Uh nice twisting die to the outside by Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Cassidy. That was really nice. It was like fucking like corkscrew, but he did some extra rev- revelations or what do they call it, revolutions? Yeah. Uh, big rope, uh, big top rope sit-out powerbomb by Ortiz onto Mark Quinn for a near fall. Uh, they, I love the way they won this match. I was kind of pissed Santana and Ortiz lost because these are my boys, man. But the way that Private Party won was very clever. They take out Ortiz. Also, the the way they do poetry in motion because, you know, they're hanging out with Matt. Their version is so much cooler. Fucking, he does it to the outside. That's crazy. So, like I said, the way they won this match is pretty dope. Uh, They go to hit gin and juice, but before they hit it, they end up using uh, Santana's uh, bandana. Uh, That rhymed. Uh, They bring his bandana down, so they blind Santana, hit the gin and juice for the win, and they get the title shot next week. I thought this was fantastic. Uh, they end up, uh, Private Party ends up dancing, Jericho gets pissed, Orange Cassidy and then Jericho start going at it because Jericho throws water all, all over Orange Cassidy, a big brawl breaks out, Orange Cassidy squirms on through, Pineapple P comes out to break it up, and I'm just like, look, you got the pineapple and the orange working together. Uh, but I love Private Party, man. Please, let these guys beat Hangman and Kenny. I would not have zero problem. They... Like, you know what I mean? They're not AEW homegrown talent, but I'll take it. I'll take it at this point. Like, Kenny and Hangman have some killer matches. That, like I said, one of the greatest tag team matches I've ever seen in my life was Hangman, Kenny, and fucking Young Bucks, but there's not a real tag team. They're not a real tag team. I want a real tag team to have the tag team titles. Cage and Taz comes out uh, pissed that their title match got moved to fight for the Fallen. Says Moxley is hiding. I I don't like how the COVID thing is part of the storyline with Moxley, honestly. But, hey, what are you going to do? Taz ends up throwing a shot at WWE saying they don't want a sloppy shop over here. Fucking Cage even makes the gesture for that. He's shooting. And WWE apparently was really pissed oh they were mad they were mad 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 at taz but i'm like yo it's taz bro when taz comes out feelings getting hurt fucking beat him if you can't survive if he lets you uh so this is good stuff here and then we get to the main event it is best friends hangman i mean versus hangman and kenny for the tag team titles best friends get dropped off by trent's mom in a minivan what more can you want man that's a real mom too that's hilarious I wanted them to win so bad, but at the end of the day, I don't care who wins because I just want Private Party to win. Uh, Hangman and Kenny got some cool tag team moves now. Uh, you know, Spike Pile Driver for a near fall on Kenny. Uh, Best friends hit Strong Zero. Kenny makes the save for it though. They actually had it won. Chucky T with the Omega Driver on Kenny Omega. I thought that was poetic. Uh, Hangman hits the Dead Eye on Trent. Trent kicks out. I missed the Dead Eye being his real finisher. Uh, Buckshot Lariat, done. I really thought the Best Friends had it, one. I found it weird how Hangman just like, fuck it, I'm just hitting the Buckshot Lariat, that's it. Uh, really thought the Best Friends had it. FTR comes out, they give a couple beers to Kenny and Hangman. Hangman's loving it, he's drinking it all, fucking glug, 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 all that shit. Kenny, nope. A man does not drink. He pours down the alcohol. FTR takes it as an insult. A big brawl is about to break up. Young Bucks try to make the peace. And we got a war coming out here. Like I said, I don't want FTR to be the tag team that ends Kenny and Hangman. Because Kenny and Hangman have beat every tag team you could think of. And I, I just think it's a bad look. I know people are going to be like, oh, you know what I mean? But I just think it's a bad look. Moxley... Former WWE guy, your champion, Cody Rhodes. Former WWE guy, your TNT champion, and then your tag team titles. You're gonna give it to the newly released WWE guys, the revival. I love the revival, but the revival needs to win the tag team titles off the Young Bucks. That's the story. Them winning it off Kenny and Hangman do nothing for me because I feel like it's just like oh, they're just capitalizing on the hype of the FTR being released by WWE. So, Fight Fest Night One, complete success. It was fantastic. I cannot wait for Night Two. I'm telling everybody, Jericho and Orange Cassidy is going to be the sleeper hit. That match is going to be awesome. Also, the tag team war is going to be insane. I don't know how they're going to keep track of that. And the Lucha Bros are back, so I'm going to jizz my pants. But that's uh, Fighter Fest night one. It was fantastic. I loved it. All right. NXT now. NXT, their great American bash. Night one. Night one. Uh, We started off with a fantastic opener. Like I said, uh, just like AEW, they also had a great opener, but I give the notch one to the AEW. But Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim in a four-way elimination title. I mean, elimination number one contender match. Uh, Candice with a jumping complete shot on Dakota Kai on the apron. Oof, that looked rough. Dakota did not look great after that. That looked pretty rough. Uh, Yim with a jumping protected neck. Candace is the first one eliminated. Uh, Yim and Tegan try to double pin Kai, but Kai ends up kicking out. Yim with a dragon suplex on Kai for a nice near fall. People don't do enough dragon suplexes. That's facts. Uh, Kai rolls up Yim. She's out of there. It's Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox. Uh, good back and forth here. Uh, Tegan ends up hitting the Molly go round. Shining Wizard. After that, for the win, did not see Tegan Knox winning cleanly. Uh, there was no Raquel Gonzalez. You know she was banned there by um, William Regal. Uh, I thought this was great. This is a good match, and Tegan is a perfect opponent for EO. You know, because like I said, Dakota Kai, I actually wouldn't mind her winning the title. But this is great. This is good stuff. Uh, Timothy Thatcher versus Oni Lorcan, and oh man, this this was good. Uh, chain wrestling at his best the whole time. I'm just like, man, imagine this was like a triple threat match with Daniel Bryan or Gulak. You know what I'm saying? Imagine Daniel Bryan and Gulak and fucking Thatcher and Oni all in a group. You know what I mean? Oh my God, that'd be amazing. But uh, Lord, a fucking half Nelson suplex right on Timothy Thatcher's neck by Oni Larkin. Both guys are killing each other with slaps. Like I said, it starts off very slow, and then these guys just go to war. They're slapping each other, hitting each other, forearms, chops, just murdering each other. Oh my god, that's crazy! Um, fucking Oni is fish hooking Timmy by the freaking uh, face. Uh, he locks out. The, he locks in the Fujitar armbar for the win. Uh, He won't let it go after that. He just keeps cranking, cranking on it. This is good. Uh, Like I said, these guys beat the crap out of each other. Uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, Like I said, Oni had a great showing. And Timothy and the shooter gimmick. Love every fucking minute of it. I think it's fantastic. Uh, Next is uh, Rhea Ripley versus uh, Aaliyah and Robert Stone. So, uh, Rhea is basically killing these fools. Uh, Aaliyah's gotten pretty damn good. Her offense is very solid. Robert Stone uh, and um, Aaliyah end up locking on a dual submission on Rhea. But Rhea gets out of there. Or as I wrote in my notes, rehab. Uh, Rhea, uh, double suplex onto Rhea. But Rhea kicks out. But Rhea ends up beating the crap out of both of them. Gets them both in the prism trap. It Makes them both tap out. I thought this was fun. Like, I saw a lot of people hating on this. I thought it was entertaining. And it gave Rhea, it made Rhea look real fucking good. I'll tell you that. Which Rhea kind of needs right now. Uh, Dexter Lulu, Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong in a strap match. Uh, Roddy attacks him before the match and he tells him he's not scared of him. He's not scared. Uh, Dexter gets the advantage, destroys him. Uh, when the match starts, Dexter Loomis is pretty much beating the shit out of Roderick Strong. Uh, they fight it out by the cars. He tries to put Roddy in a trunk of that car. Roddy is like, oh, hell no. Roddy ends up escaping, finally takes it to Dexter Loomis for there. Uh, I like how this is a different type of strap match. This one's pain or submission. Uh, Roddy wraps Dexter Loomis' legs up and then locks in the stronghold. That was kind of cool. Bobby Fish comes out to help Roddy, and then he ends up hitting Dexter Loomis. Uh, Roddy hits a sick kick for a near fall. Uh, Dexter takes out Fish, uh, ties him up with a strap around the neck, chokes him out for the win. Dexter Loomis getting another big win. Like I said, they're doing good. They are doing good by Dexter Loomis, man. Uh, Santos Escobar comes out, cuts a promo, basically saying how Lucha Libre has become a joke. Which I actually kind of agree with him. Lucha Libre used to be a big thing, but now it's kind of like meh. Uh, Drake Maverick interrupts again. He takes off the neck brace and he goes for them. He gets his ass beat again. Rizango end up coming out for the save. And we're getting a three-on-three tag match. This should be interesting. I love anything Santos Escobar is doing right now. I love the group. I love everything. Main event time. It is Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai. Uh, this was great. Uh, this was as good as I thought it was going to be. Sasha gets driven uh, fucking driven in by Bailey in a car. And she Sasha's dog is in there. That's hilarious. Uh, German suplex looked very scary. Turned Banks inside out. I thought Banks was trying to land on her feet. She ended up just getting turning inside the fuck out. It was crazy. Uh, Io goes for a springboard. Sasha catches her with a kick. Uh, Goes for the Hiromu-style powerbomb to the outside. Actually hits it, but does it onto the plastic barricade and then dumps her on her neck on the outside. That was very impressive by Sasha. Uh, Bailey ends up getting interrupted. She hits Io. Asuka ends up coming out. Hits the mist on Sasha. I'm so glad Asuka brought back the mist because I never understood what was the point of keeping the face paint if you're not going to do the mist. Uh, Io hits the Shote. Hits the Moonsault. And Io gets a big win against Sasha Banks. So... Great American Bash. Two thumbs up for me. Like I said, I thought Fighter Fest was better, but this was a fantastic show also. All right. Whoa. Well, that don't mind me. That was my mic. (laughs) I'm keeping that in there. Fuck it. Don't mind me. It's time for Smack If Down. Smack If Down uh, started off real hot with two great matches, and then uh, Matt Riddle comes out. Uh, Michael Cole is interviewing him, and they really, 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 like talking about Matt Riddle's feet. Matt Riddle's feet this. Matt Riddle's feet that. Matt Riddle's feet, 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 feet. Oh, my God. Uh, Riddle, Riddle actually ends up d- telling a great story of why he doesn't wear shoes. You know, he used to he thought he got frostbite one day. And then we're going to cut off his feet or something like that. But he ended up not doing it. Corbin comes out, you know, shit talks some, say. So he said he's going to ruin his life and his time on SmackDown. And says, I got someone for you to fight. And John Morrison... Is the match that he picks. We get John Morrison versus Matt Riddle. What can I say? This is probably my second favorite match of the whole week. This match was so fucking good. This match had no right to be this good. Morrison is just... Right from the start, Morrison gives Riddle one of the stiffest forms. It sounded like a gunshot. Cole and Graves didn't even know how to react to the forearm that Morrison gave Riddle. Uh, springboard corkscrew planta to the uh, inside of the ring by Morrison. Springboard style. That was nice. Uh, Morrison is just, what the hell, man? This guy, I forgot how good this guy is. This is this is Johnny Mundo from Lucha Underground right here, man. Uh, Riddle hits Corbin with one of the flip flops. I thought that was funny. He gave me flashbacks to my childhood. Uh, Morrison was some crazy shit. So, hear me out here. I'm going to try to describe this. Morrison has riddled down face down on the floor. He gunt wrenches him. He flips over him while gunt wrenching him. Gets him up deadlift style in a razor's edge. Twists him on the razor's edge, ends up turning into a fucking modified urinagi. That was all one move. And I was like, what the Morrison? Come on. Oh, and then the motherfucker, Morrison, that son of a bitch, how talented he is, top rope Spanish fly, keeps wrist control. Picks up Riddle. lifts him up by the hand. Another Spanish fly for a near fall. What the hell. Morrison is fucking a great A athlete. Uh, Riddle rolls up Morrison for the win. What a fantastic match. AJ jumps Riddle after the match, getting some of his heat back. Gulak makes a save. We transition right into AJ versus Gulak for the IC title. Another fantastic match here. AJ is destroying Gulag. Gulak finally makes a comeback. AJ shuts him down with a brain buster. Mitsunoku driver for a near fall by Gulak. Uh, AJ with a power bomb, deadlift style. He catches him midair, lifts him up, power bomb, and then fucking um, turns it into the Styles clash. Uh, could end it, but then chooses not to. Picks him up, phenomenal forearm for the win. One, two, three. AJ gets a lot of his heat back, so that's good. Sasha and Bailey come out. Bailey says the Undertaker called. There was telling them how they're the greatest. Uh, you know, uh, fucking, um, uh, uh, sorry, I lost my notes here. Uh, they want to, they get a tribute video like The Undertaker. This video was hilarious, by the way. Uh, Sasha says Bailey is better than John Cena. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss come out. They start saying all these fake facts about themselves. Then basically Sasha's like, you know what, Bailey, you got this. You're going to fight Alexa Bliss. So basically Sasha's getting revenge. For the, all the times that uh, Bailey put her in matches. Uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Bailey is just the best troll in the business right now. Uh, Nikki attacks Bailey. The match gets DQ'd. Big brawl breaks so, out. Kofi versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Cesaro gets kicked out. Shinsuke wins with cleanly with the running knee. That was a good match there. And then the SmackDown ends with some bullshit. Uh, Sheamus sets up a toast for Jeff Hardy. He has a bar and a bartender. He's making fun of Seamus. You know, he's making fun of Jeff for being an alcoholic. Jeff gets real pissed. He pours it on the bartender. He ends up smashing a bottle on the bartender. Hits a Swanton bomb. Like I said, if SmackDown would have ended in the first hour, SmackDown would have been a fantastic fucking show. Oh, it would have been great. It would have been completely great. <laughs> but that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. Again, I had to make this a quick episode here. Um, you use K92 on everything, the YouTube, the, 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 social media, everything. BKDragon92 at yahoo.com for your wrestling questions. Everybody take care. Uh, stay safe out there and, uh, watch wrestling.